Hi, welcome to Before We End. I'm your host, Hi. Just living, laughing, and loving every day. <laughs> I'm your other host, uh, Shelly Bong, and I'm just smiling right now. That's nice. Yeah. That is nice. It's the morning. Um, we haven't really recorded in the morning so far. It's usually in the late afternoon. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels nice. Um, we have our warm be- beverages. We have a bowl of cherries mm-hmm. that I just bought. So the vibes are pretty good. Yeah. We have my morning voice, I think. Right is now. it deeper? I think so. Does it not sound deeper? Um, or like grog, like kind of like uh, a, a little bit. I kind right? of like yeah. people's morning voices. They're hot. <laughs> you know. I don't know. I think mine just kind of sounds like I'm tired. But um, <laughs> I love a good deep voice. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, so how have you been lately? <laughs> um. I just remembered actually like that um like just now as in uh, that I used to like um I had like a YouTube channel when I was like 16 and I had it for like three months or something and I actually did make like those vlogs or whatever and then I remember like I woke up at like 7 a.m to like um uh, or I had started my makeup at 7 a.m. to like film a vlog before going to school and then I uploaded it and all of my friends were like this is how you sound like in the morning oh my god <laughs> because my voice was so dead like in that video and it was yeah but I, that you memory blogged? just popped up that's really funny um, well I didn't like I didn't None of my friends wanted to be included in my vlog, and also, like, um, my mom didn't want me to, like, film any place in the house except for my bedroom and stuff, so then, like, the uh, all I could film was, like, Ugh. me reading in my bedroom. Nice. Eventful. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so, or, like, it, sometimes it would be, like, me ranting. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, I was, like, ranting about spiritual stuff back then, too. It's probably still on YouTube. I could show it, to- or, like, it's on private, but on YouTube, um, I think. Yeah, um, I think I have um, a YouTube video out there in the ether when I was um, 16 too, and it's like just me talking about like life and like things I've learned and spirituality. And yeah, it, it's probably really cute though. Like I kind yeah. of want to like find it because it's just like baby, baby spirituality vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's I wasn't sweet. calling it like spirituality also back then. Yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah, I've been feeling good. Um, I'm heading to New York to see um, one of my best friends tomorrow, actually. I'm living Mm -hmm. in the morning. So, yeah, it feels really cool. I haven't seen this person in person for two and a half years. So it's really a long time coming. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really happy. Yeah, I've known this person since I was, like, 14, so I, I always think, like, long friendships like that are pretty crazy to me. I feel like oh, I've, yeah. um, I've moved around a lot in my life, and so I don't really have, like, long, la- like, long, like, lasting, like, childhood kind of friendships, which I'm, like, always so shook by people who are, like, we were friends since we were, like, five. I'm, like, whoa, that's mm-hmm. so crazy. Um... But, yeah, I don't know, just to, like, witness someone's growth over a life is, like, Super cool and super weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like, like I think that um, 
I sometimes say that like uh, having friends from like high school isn't even that much of a long like friendship or something like that but then if I think about it like my mom's like friends who she still like keeps in contact with are all her high school friends and she doesn't have any like earlier friends than that she really keeps in contact with so it's like that's a really long time too yeah it is a long time Mm -hmm. and I think too it's just like there's so much like developmental growth that happens when you're at that age and in high school oh, yeah. that there is such a like I don't know like there's so much change that happens yeah I also went to a really um we met um, when I was living in Shanghai and I went to a really crazy high school um so like we always just like every um few months or so we'll just be like remember when this thing mm-hmm. happened and we'll just like share stories and be like that was so fucking weird that's so um, so it's fun because I feel like it feels like a fever dream sometimes. So it feels like good to like be like, oh, we yeah. you experienced that too. That was weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I swear that high school could have had a reality show. It was mm. wild. Anyways, so today we are going to be talking about dreams, not mm-hmm. the dreams inside your head when you sleep. <laughs> Um, but dream dreams. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we're just going to be talking about dreams. So like childhood dreams, what we wanted to be when we were younger and what we want to be now. And yeah, all, all the dream things. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'll give you a second to buffer, but would you like me to go (laughs) first with answering the question? Well, I mean, I was going to ask you, um... Um, what did you dream about? Or, sorry, no, what's not... That's so weird. Okay, I, this is why I could get confused with the word dream and dream. Um, but what dreams did you have, I feel like, when you were yeah, younger? Yeah, or... the question. Yeah, what dreams did you have when you were younger? Or what did you want to be when you grew up? Yeah. Um, what did I want to be when I was younger? I, um... I don't know, I wanted to be a lot of things. I feel like... I talked about this a bit with you, but I feel like... When I was younger, I, like, because it was very much presented, like, you could only have, like, one job and one career, and so then, and I never wanted to pick, and so I remember, like, asking my mom one day, I was like, can people have, like, multiple careers or, like, multiple jobs? And she was like, yeah, like, sure, I Mm -hmm. guess. Um, And I was like, oh, my God, that's so lit. And then from that moment forward, I was like, I want to be an actor slash author slash cartoonist slash cartoonist yeah that was one of them slash songwriter slash there is like another one i'm forgetting like um artist um um yeah i feel like cartoonist because i really like drawing when i was younger Mm -hmm. um but yeah so i just like had all of these and it was funny because the other day um not the other day but a month ago when i was home I was looking through my closet and I came across um, like this like like uh, sketchbook thing that I was writing in when I was like seven or so and it was like on the cover it said my dreams so this is very applicable <laughs> um, and it was really cute it was like all the places I wanted to travel to and like what I wanted to be and yeah, I think I just, I've always desired to have a very um, diverse um, 
life in terms of like things that I'm passionate about and want to be invested in. And I think it was really before I like got this kind of conditioning where it was like, oh, you can only do one thing or be good at one thing or be focused in one thing. And um, so I was just like, no, like the world's my oyster. I can like, you know, be all of these things at once. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now I, I still, I feel like I've like come closer to my like old childhood self belief that I can be all of these different things. Um, so it's like kind of come full circle and I feel like I definitely feel like I want to be this slash this slash this slash this kind of vibe Mm. still. Is there, would you keep any of like any of the ones in that list or a lot of them deducted now and or or like, like, um, redacted or replaced by something else? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think like. I don't know. I also just, like, feel like life is super crazy. So it's, like, I never want to, like, cut anything off of my realm of possibilities. But, I mean, definitely I still want to be an author or a writer. And um, I feel like with the cartoonist, that's not something I'm super passionate about anymore. Mm -hmm. But I think it was more just, like, I was really like beginning to enjoy art and I feel like drawing was like the most accessible medium I had because Mm. like I didn't like I don't know I didn't have a lot of paints and stuff like that and like my parents wouldn't buy me those things so they're too expensive or whatever so like I would just like you know draw all the time and so I feel like I'm still like invested in like having art be one of um my mediums or paths um but yeah I still like the idea of being an actor I feel like I was saying to you, it's, like, not my, like, main hoe dream, but it's, like, my side hoe dream. (laughs) Like, I feel like, yeah, it's not something that I feel like I'm, like, actively pursuing in my life, but Mm -hmm. I just kind of feel like, you know, why not, you know? And I, like, think I really desire to get to the point where I can have enough, I don't know, like, clout, perhaps, but maybe not clout. Just, like, I don't know, enough, like, wielding power that I can kind of, like, you know, do anything I want with my life and to be able to, like, have these different opportunities. So, who knows? Acting could be in that realm of possibility. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, for all you Shakespeare fans, I was Hermia in Midsummer Night's Dream. Um. I was one of the lovers. <laughs> and my the person who um, was, like, my lover, I guess, like, in, um, in the play was like uh he was nice but he was just like the dorkiest guy ever like so dorky <laughs> like in a theater kid way um like more than a theater kid way interesting like i think he was just like notoriously known for being like extremely dorky and like it was like like fun but like i feel like at that age too like i was like oh no like blah blah because i was like in ninth yeah. grade and like concerned about yeah, I don't know. You're just, like, really self-conscious at that age, I guess. Mm. Um, but he was a nice guy. He was just, like... He was also, like... Okay, and why I'm saying this, too, because, like, I love dorks. Like, you yeah, know, it's yeah, cute. Yeah. Um, 
but he was also like a really intense like christian person and like anti-abortion so that's kind of where i'm coming from like like dork but also like not the good kind also if that makes sense abortion at ninth grade oh my god or like like uh, yeah and he was like anti-gay i'm pretty sure oh, so it's like yeah not the good kind of dork is what i'm yeah. trying to say the weird oh, kind of dork oh, like okay. he was like really christian and was like yeah. not maybe i don't know okay but he was, like, okay, I don't know. Mm. But anyways, I was, like, glad that we didn't have to, like, kiss in the play, because I was just, like, I can't yeah, do this. Yeah, it does, um, I can't remember, does Miss Summer Night's Dream usually have a kiss scene, or, or Um, not? some, it depends. I think, like... Oh, it depends on adaptation or something? Yeah, like, I don't think that it's, like, necessarily you have to have a kiss scene, but Yeah, it's not sometimes. like Romeo and Juliet, where, like, that is the central thing in the plot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But we didn't kiss. Mm-hmm. But we had, like, a huge... Sorry, I'm, like, getting so into yeah, this because yeah, I'm, like, yeah, remembering yeah. this. But we, like, had a, re- a really big fight scene. So, basically, if you don't know what Midsummer Night's Dream's about, it's basically, like, I don't know, like, a s- long story short, <laughs> a spell happens and there are these, like two lovers and lover pairs. So, it's, like, a couple and then another couple. But, like, a magical... S- Thing puts a spell on these people and so they're all in love with the wrong person mm. and so you know what I mean and so then I'm like mad at like my lover because my lover's in love with this other person and okay, it just like mixed yeah. up like the lover pairs or whatever yeah, yeah. and so then there's like this big fight scene where like everyone's in love with the wrong person and then I'm mad at like this one person who's Jeez. like whatever and it was like a really intense fight scene and like it actually like had a lot of like like I don't know, like acrobatics. Like there's this one point when I had to like climb on top of this like elevated stage thing and jump from the stage onto this girl and then also be lifted oh up God. at the same time by the two guys. Oh, this was a very physical fight. No, it was like really intense. Like it was very physical and we had to perform that at um wow. like the school assembly for like to like I guess like give like um to get people to go to the play or whatever. Oh, like a sneak peek. A sneak peek kind of vibe. But it was just, like, really embarrassing. Because it was, like, not only am I, like, having to do this, like, really intense, like, fight scene in in front of, like, the entire class. And I'm, like, a really self-conscious ninth grader. Yeah. I'm also, like, having to, like, cry and fight for this guy who's, like, anti-gay and anti-abortion. And, yeah. like, yeah, it was yeah. weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I feel like theater in school is always just, like, a little weird. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So I was, like, a theater kid for, like, two seconds. But I kind of stopped because I'm not a good singer. And so whenever they did musicals, Mm -hmm. I could only be in the chorus. And that sucked because I'm a good actor. But Mm -hmm. I can't sing Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I got here, but that's my story. Yeah, yeah. What did you want to be when you? Oh yeah. Um, Grab. Well, actually, I was gonna ask you like, well, uh, no, actually, guess I guess we covered that. I was gonna th- talk about like now, but I guess you kind of covered that. So maybe segueing into me is a better flow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we can talk about now because I feel like I still have like other dreams and things, you know. Yeah. But yeah, what did you want to be when you were younger? Um. I can't really remember, like, the, like, the first kind of, like, dream that I had, I think. Um, but I think, um, a writer was always just, like, a very natural 
um, like path for me because I literally think I was writing poems probably when I was even like six or something. Oh, that's sweet. Um, and I think like um, I always resonated a lot with like um, Matilda in like the Royal Doll books and also. Uh, like the precocious child yeah the precocious child like uh anna green gables um joe from little woman like just basically all of these like versions of the precocious child or um like the too smart girl or something like that and like um and uh, also like a lot of them are about like kind of um like fighting authority like that's kind of a uh, um, common theme in those books and I, I think like looking back um, a lot of my dreams were like born out of spite to be honest um, because it was like a not not writer like writer was just like oh like I write I'm gonna be a writer I like yeah. books I'm gonna re- be a writer yeah um, but really other than that it was like um, I wanted to be a therapist because I went to a, uh, I actually went to my th- first therapy session when I was like eight because my mom was a very nervous person and like wanted to and um and i had a terrible therapist then and she made me cry in this session and not in like a good therapy cry away but in in like she made me cry way oh my god Um, and i remember coming out of the therapy session and i was just like I'm gonna be a better therapist than her yeah. <laughs> like, and, and like that was like the birth of that dream <laughs> and um and then I just kept continuing um and then like um uh also with writing too uh one of my first like longest forms of writing was like in fourth grade I had a teacher that I really didn't like and so then I wrote a whole novel about how this teacher uh like a like a fictional story about um, this terrible teacher who uh, gets um, reported at the school and gets fired. Oh my god, this <laughs> like, is like a violent <laughs> fantasy. Like, yeah, because I... Re- and now, actually, now that I think about it, I, I actually don't know if that teacher was actually that horrible because I think maybe um, I've had, like, more terrible teachers than than that person since. And, like, thinking back, like, he wasn't even that. But, yeah, anyways. So, um that and I, and then i think like briefly um in middle school or high school i kind of wanted to like be like a music producer but oh like God, not so but uh not a person who produces music um like just like i don't know regular music i don't know um but like a person who like produces music for uh pur- uh, for films and TV shows was oh, specifically cool. my dream and because I remember just like watching all of these like shows and movies and how like the soundtrack of the scenes will just like get stuck in my head and how soundtracks really make a huge difference um, in movies um, hmm. and even now like I have this thing where like whenever I listen to a song that I that was in like a scene of a movie or a show like i can uh really like see the scene again like in my head when i listen to the song again um and that's how like and maybe a lot of people don't even really care about uh, the music and scenes that much but i definitely did um and so for a while i wanted to be someone who like 
like chooses or makes the music for uh, films and TV shows, and then I realized that I, then I would have to like really learn music a lot, mm. um, and I and I think I just kind of knew that I didn't want to. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel that. I think too, like music has always been something that I'm always um like I don't know. It's always just been another language to me. Like mm. I feel like I've always been super confused about it Hmm. but I play guitar so I feel like I just like like listening to like things and making them sound good but I feel like I have no idea it's really funny because my friend's like a singer and um she like knows like I don't fucking know like when she's like playing guitar it has to be at a certain like I don't know what they're even fucking called key I guess so that it matches with her voice but she'll be like singing and like playing and then they'll be like she'll be like oh like that doesn't sound right and I'm like I literally can't hear anything. It sounds great. Like, yeah. I just, like, I can't, like, hear those, like, little, like, things that I feel like musicians really are, like, tuned into. Yeah, like, keys and, like, I don't, like, majors and minors and, like, those things. Yeah. I'm just, like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like, if it sort of sounds good, like, it sounds good. Like, I can't, like, distinguish the, yeah. the stuff. The thing I got taught about major and minors was that, like, Oh, a major usually sounds like sadder or something like that. Or is it minor that sounds sadder? Minor sadder. Uh, minor, minor sadder. But then I was just like, I don't know what sounds sadder. <laughs> like, but it's really interesting how, um, um, what's it called? Like, subjective it is because yeah. in like a lot of areas of Southeast Asia, it's actually like swapped and like minors are Ooh. the happier notes and majors are played at like funerals and stuff like oh that and so i always like thought that that was really interesting too because yeah. i'm like i feel like we just like decided that it's this way and so yeah. then it or just like sounds like that european guy decided that it was this way yeah yeah um, yeah like i i just feel like it's like interesting how well first of all that uh, just the fact that sound can like hold feelings in general that's really interesting but then also that that comes off as like like in a different connotation with different people like that's also really interesting um but i feel like yeah i feel like when i hear more about like music theory i'm just like this sounds so restrictive and it lose interest oh my god it like makes me snooze Mm -hmm. so much yeah but But shout out to all the musicians out there y'all are really crazy and i love the like um genius like on their music youtube channel they do this thing where they like break down the song sometimes yeah yeah and i like um i think i don't know if it's like called like the series is called something but um and i really like watching those like um and i don't know like the details of what they're talking about but i'm just like yeah no that's really cool yeah Yeah, it's super cool i have like Mm -hmm. so much um so props to give them Mm -hmm. um but yeah, okay, so that's awesome. What, like, do you have, how do these, like, childhood aspirations line up with your aspirations or just dreams now? Mm-hmm. And do you have other dreams that are different from when you were younger? Um. Well, I think actually opposite from you, like, when I was a kid, I was, I grew up, like, um, getting told that you choose one job and then you like uh, spend like 60 years in that job and then you retire and like that was like what I was told so then I thought that you couldn't do more than one job for a really long time um, and I think also like even though I was literally uh, like 
born to be a writer in a lot of ways like um a, a lot of adults around me would tell me that i could uh write a book while doing a day job <laughs> or something um and um and that i shouldn't like pursue it as my like main job um and um and because of that i think like maybe i haven't had like a lot of like scopes to like exp explore different dreams um and i think now that i know that multiple having multiple jobs is like much more possible and also like normal i think in our generation for sure um uh that has been like giving me a lot more like options um of like routes to go into so i think now i'm like i definitely want to write um but maybe not like full-time and maybe also not like full-time for my whole life you know like maybe yeah. i can do it for like you know obviously if i have like a book plan then uh, writers will take like a year or two to actually just write that book and not do anything else and like i see that um because books do uh, require a lot of de dedication um but also um I see like you know it's writing and also like writing different mediums in one time like not just being like a novelist but like also writing poetry or TV shows or yeah. you know um I don't know what else um and um and also like pursuing different um possibilities um outside of it like I think I've been really getting into uh, spirituality and like uh, specifically um, helping people with spirituality and healing and um, I think that's very much aligns with like the therapy work that I wanted to get into before uh, but I think I've uh, since seen how like psychology um, that you learn in North America is very much like uh, western centered and not focused on holistic healing um and i think i resonate with the stuff i read outside of class more um and um yeah and sometimes i still think about like as a, the like music thing but then sometimes i'm like i don't know um and uh but i think like before like i was definitely just wanted to do the music producing thing because i wanted to like uh just like put music and put the right music in the right scenes and, and edit the scene around the music and i think i can do that if i wanted to like make a film instead of um me being just in charge of the music part yeah or yeah, yeah. like even be like yeah a director or a tv show creator yeah, where you're yeah. like just very invested in the different elements and yeah. so someone else can make the music and you can be like yes this is good or change yeah. this you know yeah, yeah. without having to know the like details of what that mm -hmm, means mm -hmm. yeah cool yeah i don't know i've just been like really excited lately about kind of i don't know reclaiming the kind of like childhood idea for myself that like there are just like so many possibilities for yeah. you know like existing and dreaming in this life that to like restrict yourself to one thing just like feels very um I don't know small to me I think too like I was I mean I've been telling you I like started getting a little bit into human design because I was listening to this podcast oh, nice. 
Um, but so I searched up my birth chart and human design, if you don't know, is I think it just mis- mixes a lot of different things like the chakra system and like the Jewish Kabbalah and also a bit of astrology, a bit of astrology, some um, of Hinduism. It's yeah. just like, yeah, um, you can probably search it up. More. And I think it's like praise because it like is supposed to be kind of this like middle ground of like all these different like uh, modes of birth charts. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like with um, those kind of this kind of thing, I feel like I just very much went in just being like, you know, like if this, you know, like I have full discernment if this resonates with me mm-hmm. and I find this things that help, then I can just take that and leave what doesn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I like looked at my birth chart and I got like um, manifesting generator, and so mm-hmm. I like did had no idea what that meant i think that's like the type or whatever yeah and so then i just like searched it up and it was like really affirming because it basically like the whole like type or whatever is about like yeah just having like being like really like multi-passionate and like Mm. multi-faceted and like the idea that like you know this is someone who's like will have a variety of things that they're interested and move from a variety of things and be able to like integrate a variety of things and I felt like that felt really cool because I was like oh my god this is like what I've been feeling so much lately and like it's cool to see that reflected um but yeah I just yeah and I feel like um I don't want to rule anything out for myself like life is really crazy yeah yeah um but yeah in terms of other things that I've been dreaming I know I I talked to you a bit about this but I feel like lately I've just been really dreaming about late 20s and I Mm. feel like um but I I as I'm like saying that too I feel like lately um I've also been like trying to like challenge myself on that in the sense that so basically, I was just, like, dreaming about late 20s because I was just, like, imagining, like, late 20s as being this time when you're more, you know, financially secure a little bit. You're more financially independent. And I don't know, like, you're you're more, like, stable in where you are in life and, like, like where you're living and you're able to afford more things that you couldn't afford and mm-hmm. all these different things. And so I feel like I just really much had this image of like that needs to be in your late twenties. But I feel like lately too, I've been like really trying to be like, but why do I have to feel like I have to wait for that to come true? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. is there like a possibility that like I could, yeah, create that timeline now, you know, for myself or like make that happen like faster for myself, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I've been kind of feeling the same and I've been kind of like kind of almost like trying to access like late 20s energy in oh yeah like the current time and I do it in like really silly ways because I think like um what people don't talk about enough is that like uh, when you're like manifesting like realities like something that can help um the most is like manifesting the mundane of like the reality that you mm-hmm, want to create mm-hmm. instead of like this like dream reality because yeah. it's like um because because the th- funniest thing is like even if you have those like um fantastical things that you used to dream about you're likely still gonna like complain about it somehow or like not complain but like just you know be like oh yeah like this is my life now and like it's like not 
super special or like they it still comes with like a little little quirks and flaws or something like that um kind of like um like uh, like uh, our apartment like we manifested it and we really love it but also it has come with like quirks and flaws and we still like love it we wouldn't like not have it um but like um but that's the thing like uh, it still comes with like i don't know just like little quirks in the day yeah and, yeah I, and i would say too i really resonated with what you said about like also imagining these like mundane mm-hmm. things to kind of like step into i guess step into the new timeline that yeah, you want yeah. um but i was really thinking so i was like in terms of like kind of like trying to challenge this idea that like i can only find like things like financial security or stability or like career things that i want to do like having only, a stable friendship yeah, yeah only in my late 20s and like as I was, like, as I'm beginning to, like, start to challenge that and be, like, no, like, I want to, like, exist within that reality now, I've been, like, okay, I was literally asking myself, I was, like, what's, like, one smaller thing that I feel, like, kind of exemplifies that for me? Mm-hmm. And I was really thinking about how, for me, it really much felt, like, to be in that, like, place of almost a little bit more stability felt like being able to, like, buy a coffee buy like a nice coffee at a nice cafe and not have to worry if I can afford it or not or not think if I can afford it or not yeah yeah and like it's a very small like mundane thing but I just felt like that to be able to like walk into a cafe order a coffee and not have a second thought if I can afford to buy that coffee Mm. felt very much like oh that's what my that's what this reality exemplifies this just like being able to like yeah not worry about these like very small things yeah And so, yeah, I don't know. I was, like, kind of, like, trying to, like, step into that a little bit. And, like, I feel like so often I feel, like, very repetitively, even, like, earlier on, I feel like every time I would feel, like, so much guilt around buying a coffee all the time because I'd always be like, oh, no, can I afford this? Was this too much? Should I have gotten oat milk? Why was it? Or, like, the whole thing is, like, uh, like if you just, like, made coffee at home. Exactly. And so I'm just, like, overthinking. I'm like, I should have just got it at home, blah, blah, blah. And I just, like, create this whole thing around it. And it creates, like, a lot of anxiety and guilt Mm. and, like, whatever. But then I've just been thinking about lately. I'm like, I want stability, you know, with, like, financially. I want just, like, a little bit more stability in my life with where I feel like I'm going. And I'm like, this is what exemplifies it. And so, like, the other day I, like, walked into, like, a coffee shop. I was like, I crave, like, to get this, like, iced coffee i got it decaf because caffeine gives me anxiety (laughs) i got it and i just like felt no anxiety about it and i was just like i can afford that you know and it just was like affirming that to myself and i feel like yeah it is so important to kind of like touch on those like really mundane acts that like show like that you can step into a new timeline yeah yeah I think I like I don't do it like I haven't done this in about like a month or so but like I kind of did this like a few months ago where um I kind of wanted to try to get into like more like fancy wine and like not like fancy wine but just even just like allowing myself to like spend like two dollars more on my wines um because I feel like a very like early 20s thing that everyone jokes about is like oh like we just get like depth wine we get like a wine that's like $11 tops or something or something like that and I'm and it's like always kind of like it really tastes bad most of the time but we're just like oh no but it does the job it's fine or blah blah but then I'm just like no like even like 
$13 wine tastes so much better than $11 wine and like it's just $2 if you think about it and as long as you're not getting like this bottle of wine like every day like it's fine and um and I feel like uh I'm I, I just kind of wanted to like access like uh even if I can't buy like a $35 wine like I, I just want to like at least kind of give um this like more adult feeling to myself mm. and it's like a very silly thing but I kind of like that it's like a silly thing and um and yeah I think I was doing this more in the like the colder times um because I feel like nowadays I've been drinking more like um like I don't know summer drinks whatever yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah and um and also about like even like or like drama or like gossips uh or just like kind of um unhealthy friendships pot potentially now too like i feel like um everyone keeps saying that it's like an early 20s thing to have like drama or um uh, just kind of like not great friends or not great partners or like mm. go on silly dates and i'm just like and or just like or you know like when there's like always those scenes in movies where it's like an old lady being like oh it's your 20s like you should just like you're just gonna date a bunch of like shitty men or something like yeah that. or like, like yeah um, your 20s are for like are for like hardship the, yeah or are for like the i don't know the douchebags and then the better people like appear later or something like that and i'm just like no, I don't want that. I don't want to just go on a, more dates with, like, not great people and just, like, uh, waste my time on these people, like, and um, things like that. And just, and it's not, like, just normal because it's, like, this is our age or whatever. Like, um, I feel like people should be emotionally mature and intelligent um, and we should hold them to that standard. Yeah, that's so true. And I think, yeah, like, I feel like I definitely resonate with that because I feel like, I don't know, like, I just, I don't want to wait to, like, have these, like, dreams of being older and be older, <laughs> being older and, like, you know, having, like, a really great partner or, like, having or doing this thing that I'm really passionate about. Mm. Like, I don't want that to be, like, a dream of, like, 30s or, like, like, I just want, yeah, like, yeah. I want that, I want to create my dreams now and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like so often, like, um, people also kind of just, like, I don't know, not excuse their friends unnecessarily, but just kind of, like, keep hanging out with people that they don't resonate with yeah. anymore because they're like oh these this is like an early 20s like friendship yeah like something. i can just like hang out yeah but then i'm just like no like i just want to i want to have meaningful friendships and relationships even if i'm uh in my early 20s and um i think it's easier to find people who um resonate with you than most people think um and yeah. yeah, it really is if you are looking and creating the intention to yeah. have those type of people in your life. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've been feeling pretty hopeful lately and kind of like in the realm of like talking about dreams and stuff like that. Like, I just feel like 
I don't know. Like, I feel like more than ever, I almost have this, like, childlike sense of feeling like, oh, I really can, you know, make anything that I dream into a reality or mm-hmm. even, like, that it, it already is my reality kind of thing. And it's, like, yeah. it feels really nice to have almost, like, that childlike wonder and excitement for life where you're mm-hmm. just so, like, yeah, you're just so open to all these different possibilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I think, like, there's something so great about, like, the child's, like, like simplicity of, like, oh, I can do this, like, right now, um, because, it's, and I kind of want to return to that, like, instead of just, like, thinking about all the, the little things that re- are required for jobs or whatever too much. Yeah. Like, I think, like, like, when I was writing that novel when I was in fourth grade, I literally, like, I wrote it in, like, just some ugly notebook, and then I re, uh, like, in, uh, I don't know why I didn't type it, but, like, I, 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 like, rewrote the entire thing, like, like, took it, um, as in, like, um, took the words like and and just copy yeah transcribed it um i like transcribed it into a whole other like nicer notebook and then i was uh uh, and then i like gave it to my aunt and i was like hey here's my published book published (laughs) like like, i literally was like hey i'm a writer now this is my novel yeah period (laughs) um and like thinking about it now i'm like well i mean i guess like in a way, blogging it's kind of like that too, but um, where it's just like you press and it's published. Um, but like, yeah, like I feel like I want to like go back to a time where uh, where I don't like think about um, how like I need to like deserve these titles um, of mm, like yeah. jobs and stuff. That's so yeah. true, and yeah, that kind of reminds me too. I'm also like been thinking a lot about how I don't want to cr- or like maintain the belief in my. Ha- in my head that I feel like is a very collective belief that like achieving your dreams has to be hard. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In the sense that like, I feel like there's so much of this like collective understanding that like, yeah, you need to work hard and like put in all these hours and do all these things. And then maybe, maybe you can achieve your dreams, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know. Like I'm a Capricorn. Like I, I do genuinely enjoy work if it is meaningful to me and I don't have a problem with working hard if that work is meaningful and I enjoy it yeah um but it's like yeah like I just want to believe that achieving my dreams is easy because it is and I think that like I don't want to like internalize all this stuff about it being hard because I think that like you know when you're a kid it does feel extremely easy right like it feels like oh no this is this is reality this will come true like there's just no question about it and like you don't have this sense of like these things needing to be hard or difficult or whatever and so yeah I feel like I've been like wanting to affirm that to myself too that like yeah I can just achieve dreams and it's easy you know yeah yeah Yeah, I always like to like imagine myself in like the um kind of in uh in like oh the beatles like played in their garage kind of vibes like kind of thing where i'm like oh no like i'm doing this thing like in my own bedroom right now but like this is like my uh, this is like um what um in the very new like near future like when i'm a big writer or big like 
I don't know, something like people are gonna be like, oh no, she, this is the bedroom that she wrote this thing in or something like that. Like, I like imagining that. Yeah. 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 And I think too, yeah, there is also something to be said about, I don't know, being able to enjoy every point that you're at. Because I think, you know, for a lot of, you know, artists or people in general who just, do find a lot of success or make it big you you even see them almost romanticizing like this time like the time before and like being able to like Mm. be almost the freedom of like not having any type of like clout or like knownness that it's almost like they can create almost more freely because there's nothing there's no like novel that they just created that they needed to top or there's no like critics that like they need to like impress like it's just like this time of like ultimate freedom when you're just so free in like creating because you don't have anyone to um any any anyone to like own up to or like you know Mm -hmm. and so I think too it's like you know there is something quite magical of like even if you like feel like you're not where you want to be or haven't like stepped into the space you want to be I think that there is something quite magical of like I don't know just like being in process and you know yeah um I think also like um well I told you this but like so um I think because of the whole like oh uh you need to do one job and then you do that job for like six years and then you retire like thingy um type of thinking like um so my parents have this thing where they have retirement dreams and which i told you about where like um more so my dad and my mom um but my dad literally has these dreams of like oh i'm gonna retire and then i'm gonna like build this business and then uh, and he for some reason his dream is not just to like retire and chill and like i don't chill by the seaside or something like that it's like he's like he wants to like uh, build a um like a house or like a uh, and make it into like a guest house or a cafe or like a i don't know some kind of store and then he wants to like a basically just like run a little store and um uh and kind of like i think he wants to be like that old guy at the seaside who like runs a little store and like doesn't need to care about how much money his store is making or something Mm. like that's his ideal and i find that really funny because i think part of it is like obviously he's not accessing these dreams right now and I think that's why he's like fantasizing about it but at the same time I'm also just thinking like oh like I wonder like if I have any like um not retire like I was like thinking like um I wonder if I have any retirement dreams and then I was like realizing like oh no I don't have any retirement dreams because I want to just do everything um like that I want to do before I die and like uh and not that I like don't want to retire maybe that's like a different thing to think about but yeah yeah, and it's also like you know like what does retirement even mean you know I think that like obviously when you're older like things are all about you know slowing down and Mm -hmm. you know really taking the time to tune in with life but I don't think that necessarily means that you're like abstained from being able to create or bring yeah. anything into this world ever again yeah. like it's done you know yeah. like <laughs> and the funny thing I, I think like if you were to 
you know allow yourself to take breaks in between like projects and stuff like you wouldn't feel the need to just like like up and retire and like completely go in isolation and like you know things like that um Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah I was just I'm sorry did you have anything to say about this um I don't know I just like find it really interesting all of the movies or tv shows uh where it's like um like old person retires but then also uh, and then still can't stay away from work or something like that and it's like always like it i think it's supposed to be like oh yeah obviously like you want to still create after you you retire but then it often also comes off as like a very capitalist message of like like you can never stop working like you know like the like the movie the intern with robert de niro and anne hathaway oh yeah yeah like uh, um and also like i find um Richard Gilmore and the Gilmore Girls, like her grandfather, like his like story arc, really interesting. How like he like uh, he didn't he kind of got like forced into retiring, so like he was like kind of like laid off sort of, and then he like uh, was retired for a while, and he was like super miserable, and then he decided to like have kind of like a midlife crisis, and then he was like, okay, I'm gonna start my own this, and I made the decision to have a midlife crisis. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, like, well, I mean, it did did seem like a very much a decision, but yeah, Um, but, uh, and then he was like, I'm gonna start my own business, but then um, it was, uh, and then he was just like, back in the game and like and um and like i feel like that more so than the intern like it definitely does come off as like a capitalist thing where it's like do you like do you do you want to like maybe chill a little bit or i don't know do do something else but then also like obviously uh, he loved his work so it makes sense um i don't know there's a lot of complexities to it i guess yeah it's funny too my mom she tried to um I wouldn't say so much as, like, retire. And she's pre- still pretty young. She was, like, 50. Like, be a stay-at-home mom or something? Kind of. But she was just, like, let me... She's been the primary breadwinner of my family since I've been, like, six or so. So I feel like she was just, like, let me try on this different mm. role, I guess. Mm. And, you know, my mom is, like, extremely successful, has done incredibly well for herself. And so... You know, she was like, yeah, like, well, let me just try this new thing on. And she ended up staying in her pajamas all day and playing video games. And it was, like, a little concerning coming home at 4 p.m. to find your mom on the couch playing video games in her pajamas with a bag of chips. It was, like... I love the video game part. Like, what video game do you know? She really liked, um, the two, you know, the Tomb Raider. Oh, so, like, a very violent video game. Yeah, um, I don't think she liked it. For, well, I feel like it was more just like it's very much like about like solving the puzzle and figuring oh, out how really? you, she okay. likes those kind of like mm-hmm. solving things games. Um, but yeah, oh, Laura Croft, um, mm. Tomb Raider. Yeah, so yeah, that was a lot. And then um, after a while, we were all just like, you know, we support you, but like mm. this doesn't seem like healthy i don't know if it seems like you're happy i just feel like you're just bored and like just yeah and she was just like yeah like this sucks i don't (laughs) like it i don't want to play video games all day i just don't know what else to do and then 
And so then she just like entered back in and, you know, mm-hmm. got another got another gig and she's doing really well now. Um but yeah, it's funny. I feel like um I feel like her brief stint of retirement was uh very telling. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I was also going to say, because um, I was just um, looking at my notebook, and I have a line where I said, I am who I dreamed of being. And I wrote mm. that because I was like really thinking about how I just like had one of those moments where I was like walking through, I was walking through the park, I was walking through Montreal, and I was just like looking around, and I was just like, you know, really thinking about how you know, when I, when I first moved, so I moved to Canada from Shanghai when I was in 10th grade and I had a really rough time because I was just like, I feel like I felt very different from everyone, um, here and everyone in my high school. And I don't know, I just didn't have a lot of friends and I was like kind of lonely and just like struggling. And I remember I would like constantly watch like, um, almost like these sort of like vlogs of like people who were living in New York and like Montreal mm-hmm. and just like different like cities and they were just like talking about their lives and like blah 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 and like I feel like it, there was like some solace for me to be like oh someday I'll be living in a city I'll you know have my own apartment I'll have friends and I'll just be like living my best life mm-hmm. and it was very nice and affirming to be like oh my god like this like feeling of like walking through a city going to see a friend and just like Mm. this is like what I feel like I was dreaming about and desiring when I was 16 and to feel like you know like oh wow like this really has come true for me and like that's super cool and like even if I have like other dreams for myself or other things that I want now it felt very cool to be like oh my god like my 16 year old self got what Mm. she wanted you know yeah Sorry, excuse me. Um, I think I had a different question, but I can't remember. Um, okay, do you want to do a time check? Yeah, time check. And oh, I actually do remember. I was gonna say something, but yeah. Oh, this is um, kind of good. We can also like, like end it sort of now. Yeah. Um, but I just remember saying uh, like one thing though. But like, this is not really more about like dreams, but like I think like. Especially, like, the whole, just, like, how the whole, like, doing one job for your whole life, like, full-time, like, thing really doesn't work with, like, having children, you know? Because it's, like, in the, because it's built around, like, uh, one person being the breadwinner of the family, usually the man, and then uh, the other person being a stay-at-home person, like, the, the their whole life, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I was, and um, I've been seeing like people like um getting married uh, nowadays, and like straight people, but like um, and like planning for themselves, kind of like almost like writing like a prenup, uh, like before the marriage, but uh, the prenup saying like, oh, like we are going to take turns by a few years in our careers to like uh to like raise children so that like at least one of us can be the stay at home person like um uh like uh, at all times like so that it, so it can be like one person like uh like do uh like doing their career for like i don't know 5 years or something and then the other person like kind of like 
it's, um, taking the baton, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if it was like five years or lesser or smaller or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah. And I was thinking that was like really interesting. And like, I don't know how it works in ex- execution. Like, um, but I think it's like a way um, where like, obviously like uh, jobs need to like accommodate for like uh, pe- people's like hours better but like while that is not happening yet like how like people can like work around it like within their marriages and households and I thought that was really interesting yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's like obviously there should just be affordable child care yeah but, you know if there isn't then like how can we you know figure this out together yeah and also just like how i think it also just like gives time uh, like supports the idea of like people like needing kind of like gap years but like in their life <laughs> like uh, after college you know like because because uh, like the stay-at-home like baton thing uh, can also kind of work as like a break from their like day job or like career even though they are going into another job as like a stay-at-home person but like that can give a different freedom than like being um at a job yeah yeah for sure um cool do you want to check out yeah um um, we have squirrels on our roof yeah I mean, I've gotten used to them, but I just, like, want to know if they're, like, staring at me, you know? Because <laughs> one time, like, a squirrel was, like, staring at Lee, literally, like, poked their head out um, into staring at Lee. Um, so that was kind of terrifying. Um, anyways, um, okay. What is bringing you joy right now? Herm. Honestly, um, I was kind of just like saying this to you, but the Cheat Codes podcast has really Mm. been bringing me a lot of joy. I feel like it was definitely, please listen to it. It's very interesting and it was definitely what I needed. Like it very much felt like I was like asking the universe, like I need something, but I can't, I don't know what this thing is, but I feel like I need it. And like, that was the thing that I didn't know that I need, that I needed, Mm. if that makes sense. Nice, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love it when, like, little things, like, or people or, like, podcasts, like, can come to you in those moments. Yeah, and it was just, like, so nice because I was just, like, listening to it. And I'm, like, I, like, yeah. I'm, like, this is, like, what I didn't know how to ask for but needed. And, mm. like, I feel like it was answered. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it, that's been really healing and nice. Um, mm. What about you? What's been bringing you joy? Um, I think uh, us, like, um... And our and our roommates like uh, watching Hannah Montana. The yeah. Movie. Okay, that was, was a good really one. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I think like um, I think also like it was really nice that we like uh, look like uh, got really emotional at like uh, the part where she sings yeah. the climb and like uh, and I was like kind of crying. Shelly was sobbing. Like I was <laughs> sobbing. Like you should see me sobbing because that's not me sobbing. Like that was me just like t- a tearing up. Like um, and like um, and I feel like also I was just thinking about how like if I uh, lived in my like older roommate situations and cried like uh, I would have probably gotten made fun of and things like that and like it's really nice to be like feel um like be able to express express myself as like the water sign that I am yeah yeah Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I was, I, I definitely wasn't like feeling tears come, but I was definitely getting quite emotional during mm-hmm. that scene. It's, yeah, and you're right. Like, there's something so like, whoa, about like listening to it when you are older and just like the climb yeah. is really just such a beautiful song honestly yeah. like it's not even like a disney song it's just like a beautiful song oh, in God, general yeah. and yeah it was just like a really emotional moment yeah and it's like I'm, like crying now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like kind of like well i don't want to compare this directly because it's not but like um it's kind of like when we were th- talking about how like casey most musgraves like um oh, lyrics yeah. are like very simple and like not the most like profound uh but also like very relatable and like is helpful sometimes to listen um uh, and, and like i think the climb also kind of works in that way very like it's not like the um lyrics are like so profound or like in these like intricate metaphors or something like that but like and and there's something about it being simple that like hits like so well yeah, yeah and also just like the sense of even the kind of like you know, like, first listening to this song when you're you're younger and perhaps, like, not really getting it or... Yeah, because you haven't been through, like, these, like, crazy, intense life experiences yet and so you're not, like, fully being able to, like, understand what this song means. And it's just a nice song that Hannah Montana sings. And then, yeah. like, when you're older, listening to it now and it's just, like, hitting different and yeah. being, like, I feel like... Yeah, like, all that space between this, like, childhood me and me now and how much mm. we've been through together and, like... But we have been through this journey together, and I relate to this song in such a different way because we've like done this whole thing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels really beautiful. Yeah, I'm like trying to remember what my reaction was to listening to it when I was a child, but I don't. Yeah, no, it was just it was a really beautiful moment. We were all singing together. It was like really lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to say before we end? Um... Before we end. <laughs> Um, that was so aggressive, and your voice echoed. Because I, cause I didn't even, I wasn't even doing it on like purpose, and then yeah, I was like, yeah. "Before we end." <laughs> so, if you got through here, thank you so much. Um, see you next. See you next Thursday. week. See you yeah. next Thursday. Yeah. Peace out. Bye.